broadcasting from an undisclosed location. From a secret hunting spot known only to him. And the guy who told him about it. And possibly the guy who told the guy who told him. It's a show all about hunting in New Zealand and around the globe. This is The Hunting Show. Find The Hunting Show on Facebook and Twitter for up-to-date information on upcoming shows and topics. That's right, it's the first episode of The Hunting Show for 2015, and holy mackerel, it's hot. I'm just looking up at the thermometer in the studio, 36 degrees in my studio. That is obscene. Ridiculous. I don't do heat very well, clearly. I've chosen to go to Australia in February, believe it or not, and I don't know what I was thinking. I think I'm going to cook. Any advice on what to do about that would would be appreciated. I had a really good Christmas and New Year's. Really didn't do much, other than the days I was working, of course. But for Christmas Day, chilled out, went to the in-laws, went to the parents, kind of didn't travel, uh, had a lot to eat, and really didn't do a lot, which was fantastic. New Year's Eve is also my wedding anniversary. For some reason, I thought it was a great idea to get married on New Year's Eve. That way, um, you're always on holiday. <laughs> um, but of course, it means you kind of want to do something nice and romantic for uh for New Year's Eve and we did we went out to a lovely restaurant spent the night next to the lake and then headed home uh, had some good friends with us as well and kind of chilled out and had a few drinks and did nothing too serious maybe that means I'm getting old I think New Year's Eve is kind of a very young person sport driving back through Topol on the way back from the restaurant all I could see was people that looked far too young to be out on the town and they probably weren't. It was probably that I'm now getting to that point in my life where everyone looks too young to be doing anything. And I promise you, I'm in my mid-30s. I think that's way too young to be thinking like that. Old head, young body. Or young... No, no. Old head, kind of old-looking body already. Oh, not good. Anyway, um, for, for last night, we had a barbecue in this hot weather. And what we did is we decided to smoke some lamb. So I had a leg of lamb uh, that had been home-killed off a farm and did that in the UFO cooker. And you may remember back a few weeks ago, gee, a few months ago now, we did an interview with Wayne from UFO. And Wayne, your UFO cooker has proven to be very, very popular this summer. Smoked chicken, we've done some steaming in it, uh, but definitely some roasting. We did some lovely roast lamb in that UFO cooker. So if you haven't tried one of those, and he's not paying me to say this, but if you haven't tried one of those UFO cookers, give them a burn. Don't burn things in them. Just give them a try. They really do do everything. I just said do do. Um, no, they really do everything they said they would do, and I'm wrapped with my UFO cooker. So, Wayne, thank you very much for helping us out with that, and uh, I, I thoroughly recommend them. And, again, he's not paying me to say that. We're still running our uh, competition thanks to NZ Outdoor magazine, and all you need to do is like our Facebook page and kind of be part of us. Now, lots of you that listen obviously don't have Facebook or don't listen to us um, through Facebook, but you do listen to us through iTunes and bits and pieces. If you don't have Facebook, please feel free to uh, look us up or send me an email, info at thehuntingshow.co.nz. And one of those great things that is ready for the new years is the Hunter Point app. And I've got Tim Dunn on the phone. How are you, Tim? Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah, just enjoying the summer, summer <laughs> weather. Yeah, I don't know. I think you sound like you're enjoying it far more than I am. I'm not good with the heat, eh? <laughs> hey, yeah. So, so I've downloaded the app. I've got the full version, so all the maps and bits and pieces. And I thought, well, you had a bit of a false start there. We, we were able to download the app, and then you had to pull it from the app store. What happened there? Oh, Stephen, you call those things a soft launch. <laughs> um, 
you know, when you're kind of testing, uh, like you've done so much bug testing yourself, but you really need to just put it out there to kind of get the true true feedback from uh, from the user perspective. So, um, and we quickly noticed, you know, some common things that weren't quite like working perfectly. So yeah, we pulled it quickly and. Um, we actually only had it on the on the market for a day and a half, and we managed to yeah fix it within a couple of days. But then iTunes took it took a wee while. Yeah, good old iTunes does that, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Now we've um, we've got I've got the new version. I downloaded the update because I had the original as well, and all the maps mm-hmm. that are on there. So and I've started to use it, and, and straight away I've got a few questions. And the first one is, yep. um, one of the areas that I hunt is on the edge of two different maps. So it crosses the Hawke's Bay map and I think the Waikato map. It's right on the edge of those two. And in fact, there's hunting right. points that you've marked on either side of that. Can I load up two lots of maps or two lots of waypoints, I suppose you're calling them, or tracking points at the same time? Yeah, I mean, it's something that we, we just need to kind of understand from the user perspective and what becomes easier. I mean, the idea being that we possibly we could make it one map um, later on if you do own the full full thing. But um, right now, it just makes it easier for us when people just want one region um, and, and doing it that way. Um, yeah, because not... I mean, and understandably, you know, if you buy two regions... Um, yeah, like those ones in between obviously get filled in. Um, but, yeah. yeah, unfortunately, yeah, it's kind of because the boundaries are so, you know, they're kilometres apart. Um, it, it's quite hard to, you know, get all the spots and, and the areas that you kind of, yeah. I understand. The, yeah, it's hard to, yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically um, where you're, people like me that are a pain in the ass that are hunting right on the edge of two regions, um, mm. although I have to go back and load one lot and then, take that away and then reload the other it's basically mm. uh, it's also easier for you to to load them region by region yeah yeah exactly and it's not too hard i mean um with offline mode um when you're actually out in the bush um there is there is some tricks at this point we'll make it a lot easier um in the next build um but like you actually have to go to airplane mode to use your downloaded tiles um, so you downloaded map, map tiles, so that because if you go into the bush now with 3G on, um, it won't show any maps. But as soon as you switch airplane mode on, you're able to log in and you're able to do everything that you've like all the maps you've downloaded or looked at um, at home. Oh. So um, yeah, so that that's kind of how that works. And then say if you want to get a GPS dot location, um, you kind of have to. Turn off the airplane mode. Turn it. Um, turn it off. Uh, turn it back. No, turn it off. Yeah. And um, that blue dot will appear, and then turn it back on, and then you'll be back to your offline maps with that blue dot and the current location. So I mean, there's a yeah. few tricks at the moment. Um, so you can't just we'll, turn um, off wi- make... Wi-Fi and 3G. You've. Yeah, yeah. You know, you have to switch to airplane mode to right. get that um, those offline maps, um, like the ones you've looked at, downloaded. Yeah, because yeah. I was just in the middle of about to ask you that because that's one of the things I noticed. It's constantly updating and, and being online, which is mm. absolutely fine when you're in the city. Mm. Uh, but I was wondering mm. uh, how you get to that offline mode. So just a matter of turning it into airplane mode. Yeah, and we'll just uh, we'll we'll put a button there really shortly um, on the login page um, 
which will just have offline mode um, written there, and it, it will do essentially the same thing. When you click it, you'll go into offline mode and you'll be able to log in um, when you don't have 3G and Wi-Fi. So we'll make that really, really easy for you guys, yeah. Now, one of the first things I did was add one of my own hunting spots, which was kind of close to one of yours, but that, that's life. It was a, it was a few mm. K or a couple of Ks away. And then I, I wondered, mm-hmm. am I sharing this just by adding it? No, so putting it on your own map, um, that's perfectly fine. You would notice that it's a green spot mm-hmm. when you've added it. Um, and our spots that we've added are a red spot. Um, and so you've got a private map and you've got a public map. Um, and this public map thing, I'm not too sure about. Um, and I think it's going to change quite quickly. Um, and it will become something quite exciting, um, I, I think, anyways. But um, I don't want to disclose too much yet. Got to keep, um, <laughs> got to keep these interviews going, Stephen. So, um, yeah. So, um, yeah. The, once you've added a spot to your own map, it's only on your your own map. It's not on anyone else's map. And then you can choose to share that with your friends, that particular spot that you've added to um, to the map. So, like, say, if, if I was your friend on Hunter Point. Um, I've just added you, actually. Yep, and I've, I've, I've accepted you and all that. Oh, that's good. I've got um, a friend. <laughs> Yeah, you've got a friend. Um, so you can like send those spots. You can go there's a once you've clicked on the spot, you can go share. Yeah. And same with the red spots, um, you can go share. But only if um, if you've got the full version, you can only share the people that have the full version. Um, those particular red spots, but the green spots that you've added yourself personally, um, you can share them um, to your friends without without them having a full version. So um, yeah. Yeah, that segues really well into my next question, actually. It was about that, say, I, and now I have the full version. I went out, I bought all the maps, and, they, and they, it's great. There's a lot of spots on there. Now, if I wanted to, say, share one of my own spots with someone that has the free version, they mm. that's okay? They have all the functions? Because all I'm buying is yep. those other spots. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. And, um, and no advertising on the maps um, right. for those full versions. But you still get advertising on a few other pages, but there's no advertising on the maps. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And I can, I can. So I'm sort of trying to get my head around this. Obviously, you're trying to make this into some sort of social media for hunters as well. Is that right? Yep. Exactly. Yep. And and because I saw my wife had a question, I, I noticed that in the in the profile you've got to put your relationship status. And she goes, well, why would yeah. two hunters want to know that? And I, I kind of didn't know. And then I noticed you can't put in there that you're married. Did you know that? You can put engaged. There's no married in there. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. well, that's <laughs> something I'll probably have to You might have to fix there. that. She was a bit offended, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I'm married, too. So um, I'm, I'm sure my wife will be offended, too. So what does your I'll say? I'll fix that up. I'm oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's complicated. I haven't even looked. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Is that what I put? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it probably is yeah, something like that. Yeah, but no, aren't all marriages complicated? Yeah, so. yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's um. So the idea. Why would I need to have my relationship status in there? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a profile thing. Um, and you know, like we just kind of followed suit with all the other kind of social medias. Um. Right. And it's, I don't know, it's something I suppose that's quite handy to know. Um, yeah, yeah well, I don't know. I sort of said that if... if no straight answer on that one. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, I sort of said that if, if you were, you know, as a female were wanting to go hunting and learn the sport, you might want to mm. um, communicate with guys that weren't married because then that gets awkward and that's yeah. kind of... Yeah, well, there you go. Actually, Perfect. interesting, your one has married on it. I just I just looked you okay. up. Okay. Yeah, well, and I yours doesn't. I, well, no, I couldn't get to it. <laughs> oh, well, that's not my problem. No, yeah. no, no. No, I could get to engage. I'll check that anyways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there you go. There's there's I'll, a little thing to check for you. Yeah, I'll check that again um, <laughs> later. But yeah, I thought it was there. But I, yeah, it's all good. Yeah, no, it's it's not an issue at all. And with regards to that sharing, now you've got things like chatting and all that kind of stuff. You can only do that mm. with your friends, eh? There's no discovery in this that I can find, or if I if I miss something. What, what do you mean by discovery, sorry? So, for example, if I wanted to look up a list of everyone that was interested in fallow hunting mm. uh, or anyone mm, in my mm. area and then possibly add them as yep. my friend, can I do that on here? Yeah. Yeah, so that was that exciting thing that I was talking about before. That's, that's oh, what's happening did, did I ruin you? Um, no, you haven't ruined me, but we, <laughs> we can chat about that later. Yeah, um, yeah so that that's kind of my... Um, that's my next plan for instead of the public map, it will be um, very much kind of what you just um, brought up. So that's what that will be that that component will be find a buddy or something like that, um, find yeah. a hunting friend or something like that, um, and, and, and in your area or with a similar interest or you know um, it might be even because the set we noticed from kind of the, the day and a half that we had it on. Um, when we first launched, there was actually quite a few international downloads as well, yeah, I bet. Um, which was quite interesting. And, um, you know, like it could be quite appealing for Americans and other people that do come in, not trying to take away from people that run game parks, et cetera, and um, guided hunts and things like that. But it could also, you know, be, um, be quite ha- helpful for the kind of guys that are just touring the country and, you know, they want to go. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know what that looks like yet. Just yeah, we're just trying things, and we'll see how we go. Yeah, yeah. Now the other thing I thought was interesting is, and again, I've, I've possibly missed something. There's no, it, it doesn't connect with social, other social media yet, does it? It does, and well, it does in a way where like you can go to your friend request page, and um, you can go add friends, um, and you can either do that by SMS, um, or you can do that via. Um, you can do that via Facebook as well. So where does yeah. it? Because I'm I'm in it now. So if I go to add friends, it's just got two and then an email address. That's it. Am I in the wrong place? Uh, no, no. So go to the friend request page. Um, there's a friend request page, and there's a there's a, there's a button down the bottom. Oh, invite um, friends to get this app or add friends. Yep, yep. That's it. Oh yeah. And so oh, you can go, you go. and that. Yeah, and you can go. It goes to your uh, contacts on your list, um, and it also goes to to Facebook as well. But saying, "Hey, um, I really like this app, mate. You should download it." We can change the message. It comes up with an automated message with our website, um, saying you can find more information on the website and you can download from there, kind of thing. But it doesn't sync with your friends already on Facebook. No, no, it doesn't do that. Um, yeah, but that's something that that we'll we'll need to look into as well to make it easier. It's kind of like a Skype kind of all those kind of ones that you hmm. you can just go and it, it kind of goes through all your contacts to see. Um, I, I suppose it's kind of difficult at this point because a lot of people haven't downloaded the app yet. 
um, it gets easier once um, the app's been downloaded a lot more, mm. if you know what I mean, because um, you can get, find friends that are actually using it already and all those kind of things as well. So, One thing I was impressed mm. with is actually the amount of hunting spots that are on there. If you go into the middle of the Kaimanawas, it's a sea of red dots, and even out onto the Napier Topal Road, I, you know, I didn't think you'd, not many people have explored some of those areas. Well, I'm sure lots have, but I didn't think they were seriously yeah. common. Most of those sort of spot X books and things don't mention them at all. Where did you get them all mm. from? Oh, you'd be surprised that Doc, Doc has a lot of that resource um, available to all the public. And I suppose it was about compiling all the resource we had um, and and kind of just... Um, yeah, just making it easier so you don't have so many windows on your computer open and it's all in one spot and you can use your offline maps and you can, you know, you've got everything at your fingertips, which is the idea. Right. Um, so, yeah, but, I mean, all that all that stuff is um, fairly um, available um, to the to the public, yeah. Yeah, and what I was trying to figure out is a couple of these spots seem to be, I don't know whether they're meant to be the car park or... They're just next to the mm. car park, or whether they're actually the clearing that you're hunting, or is it a combination of all yeah. of those? Yeah, on those information pages, it's saying, um, yeah, some of them are the car parks, and it's saying, you know, you walk along the side of the lake, or part of a, you know, like, or there might be the destination at the, the top of the lake, and then that's heading on to. It's kind of like your start destination, if you know what I mean, the access mm. into the area, the start destination, or the hut that you're going to end up at and that you can hunt from and base yourself from for the day. Um, and then you can, you know, like plan your hunt around, you know. And those spots are generally an end point or a start point um, right. of a hunt. Yeah, and, and it's kind of saying that you can, at the start point, you can hunt this area like this at the hut because there's many huts you can choose from. Right. You can hunt, hunt into the valleys, you know, to the left or to the right or behind you or whatever. Um, and this is how you hunt them around the hut. So it's kind of um, that's kind of how it's kind of laid out, and how the points are kind of um, added onto the map. Right, that makes sense. Is there any plans? And again, I might be ruining another one of your ideas to have like a Google Earth overlay <laughs> or something. I mean, yeah, we've had a lot of requests for this actually already, um, or just people that I've talked to. Um, I wanted to see how the topos went because they're slightly more advanced than most topos. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to see, you know, the general response that we got back from the users. Um, I mean, if there's a real demand for it, um, it's actually not too hard for us um, oh. to do that. The, the other top of that app that's actually um, in New Zealand, um, they use a funny, or that they use a funny kind of. It's actually a rectangle tile right. where um, international map tiles are actually square. But um, we've got the, the standard international map tile, um, which yeah, which not many um, not many kind of apps actually have. Because it makes it really easy for us to do like map overlays, um, and we're going to actually have the dock the dock overlays. That's one of our um, oh, good. next things. Yep. So yeah, because that's, that's I, getting done. I suppose I like the idea of enough to say flick from. How do I put it from from the the topo because I, I like topo maps, but to be able to go oh well, I'll flick over to a Google Earth view type view, um, mm. not to promote Google Earth mm. here, but a, a satellite view, mm. 
and, and see mm. a little bit more about what that clearing looks like or whatever, and then go back again. Yep, yep. No, I mean, it, it probably, yeah, like the, that, that website, that, that um, I was at the top of map book, or whatever, yeah. that guy, um, he's got the he's got the Google Earth overlay. So, yeah, similar to that, I imagine right. that's what you can But, um, yeah, no, we've definitely, um, definitely got that on the list to do. I suppose it's not a made priority right now. Yeah. Um, getting the, the dock boundaries is more of a priority for us onto these maps, and that's something we're working on pretty quickly. And that's a very cool idea. It's something um, I think lacking on topo maps, to be honest. Mm, mm, absolutely. And again, it's one of those things that's available online if you really look hard, um, but how cool would it mm. be just to be able to have that overlay, um, been able to turn it on and off or whatever? Absolutely. Yeah, no, we'll just have that on all the time. It'll just be transparent, but it just makes it easy mm. easy for um, users to kind of... It's, it's one of those things everyone wonders if they're on private land or public, and um, I've been there myself quite a lot, and I'm sure you have yourself, yeah. um, but it's always one of those things where you're kind of like, well, it's a wee bit iffy, like, yeah. yeah, or the rivers and all that kind of stuff, is it crown land or what is it, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, and the other idea I had, and this might sound a bit, this, this is just, this is way out there, is I wondered whether you mm-hmm. could have a kind of a, a, I'm thinking of ideas on the fly here, but, well, not ideas, but ways to, to name this. So it would be a, a got one type thing, you know, where um, there was some sort of thing you could share with your friends that wasn't so much a waypoint, but uh, when, you, when you've mm. actually, you know, downed something and you could put a GPS location, you're not saying look necessarily for everyone to go there or it's a great place to hunt, mm. uh, but a way to share with mm. your friends maybe a photo and is, is that... Yep kind of where you were heading with that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, as the app grows, there will definitely be like a, a photo a photo share or you can add that photo to a spot. Um, and and hopefully like a more customizable kind of um, a customizable kind of box that people can fill in. Um, it's not just asking, you know, what's in the area, where, you know, um, how do you hunt this area, all this kind of stuff. Um, yeah, so, yeah, we Continue to kind of develop it as we as we go, but it's such early days at the moment. But yeah, the picture thing is definitely something we've, like we've thought about, and I suppose it just hasn't been a priority right at this <laughs> stage. But um, there's so many things. You know, it's a massive app. You look through it. There's there's tons of things going on, um, and it's it's taken us so long to get here. But um, we'll just continue to make it better and better as we as we go and um, eliminate. You know, there's issues and bugs and things like that. We'll try to eliminate as quick as possible. Now, yeah. now we've talked about all the things I see as missing, <laughs> which is we're just probably not mm. a great start. But what I'm, what I will, will comment on is that there's, so, you're right, there's so much in this app. There's so many things to look at and and ways you can configure it. What are some of your favourite features? Um, I suppose my favourite features, um, like you got the red spot. I think my favourite feature um, feature is when you click on the red spot and um, you've just got all the detail in there. Um, I think that's probably where, like, access information and, you know, like your weather links and all that kind of stuff. We all have an integrated weather um, system. I just haven't um, found the best one or one I really like yet. Um, so, yeah, we all have an integrated system in there. Um, yeah, I really like that kind of thing. Um, you can also click on weather. I think it's just below... Um, GPS coordinates, there's like a white bar that you can click on and then that comes up with like a zoomed out 
topo map um, with that point showing on there. You can zoom in and out of that. That's a pretty good um, And it's really cool. And just go, hey, you know, you can, you can really plan your trips. Right. Um, down to a T and um, check the weather and you're putting a lot of safety in there you can get your permit and it encourages people to get their permit because it's not exactly a hugely monitored system in New Zealand at this, this point um, but yeah we've, we've we've got some really good ideas also like um, I've had another guy approach me regarding a pest, pest control um, kind of uh, system that we might integrate into the, the maps too so like of 1080 poisoning in New Zealand and killing all our deer. Um, we run like a volunteer kind of trap service where if anyone's in the area at that time um, and have a countdown on it, every 30 days this trap needs to be reset. Yeah. So like, and just getting, and all these locations will be on our topo maps because, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of where we're taking the map. We want to we want to help hunters. We want to make hunting easier in New Zealand and safer in New Zealand. So interesting yeah. you talk about that because when I had you probably haven't listened to the interview about the Tuatha Weta Trust and what's happening in there and the, and access and bits and pieces. But we did an interview with them, and they very much have a similar idea with regards to animal management or, or pest management mm. about you know it's mm. it's a shared approach and. Um, if you're in this area, can you clear a trap with us? You should talk to them maybe because they're looking to try and find a system that does exactly uh, what you're asking. But um, yeah. isn't it great? I think, that, yeah. I, yeah. Hmm. No, that's, that's exactly right, Stephen. Um, yeah, no, we, I'm just kind of keeping my ears open and, um, for all those kind of um, options and they're quite easy for us to integrate. You know, it will take a couple of hours and, you know, hmm. quite a bit of developing, but it, it's, not, it's, it's not really hard to integrate it. And I think where those other kind of... Um, Companies will struggle with getting these maps off offline, um, and we've, yeah. we've we've got a big focus on getting these maps offline um, and uh, getting like GPS the GPS um, systems working really well. So, mm-hmm. although they don't work amazingly well yet, they still work, and um, we'll just continue to make that better. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh the the app's only available on iPhones at the moment, and obviously this is a big gripe that I see coming up from time to time. Um, mm. wh- when is it going to be available on Android? Um, we're planning end of Feb. That's the schedule for development of the Android side. So, yeah, um, yep. Um, because the app's already laid out, it should be a pretty quick process. Um, they do have to recode the whole thing, so it does take does take time. So you're starting from scratch from the code end of right. things, but. Um, the actual mapping of the whole um, software is already done, so it will be a quick, quick process. Now, mm. a question I have for you is: now I've paid for the full version. Am I? Mm-hmm. And, and it's well worth it, people. I'm not. This isn't a commercial interview, but go ahead and the, the app really comes alive once you've got all those um, those spots. But first of all, will I keep getting updates as new spots come on? Yeah, yeah, you get those for free. Yeah, no, that right. will just continue to update. Um, if we had another spot, the um, Northland or Canterbury or whatever, it just continues to grow. Yeah, um, and, and and as those kind of come up, I mean, it'll be probably a wee while before you start seeing kind of spots added and, and that kind of thing because we're focusing so much on the the app development itself and the user um, user experience. But um, yeah, no, we'll we'll get there and we'll continue to grow the app. Mm. Yeah, and um, if if I download the free version. And I'm I'm about to say my friend downloads the free version and he's got it on online mode. I can quickly share all my waypoints with him and then go out for a hunt and both use it in offline mode. Is that that's kind of the idea, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. And I mean, I suppose a lot of people they can kind of just um, wing it when they're out there, or well, they don't really know where they're going. Where this way, um, you can both. Yeah, uh, if, if one phone dies or whatever, you can have another another one with a backup. So no, it works quite well. Yeah, mm. and I'm assuming at some point I'm going to be able to see where my mate is at the same time. Yeah, it's another cool function that um, is on the list. Mm. <laughs> um, it's going to actually probably work more like a like an airplane radar. Yep. Um, uh, and it's not going to be so much your friend. It's going to be just like a blue dot radar that um, is tracking everyone. Well, you know, like basically not telling you where they are exactly, but just if they're zeroing in on you right. um, or your your location. Um, so yeah, that's something that we're we're kind of. Um, looking at too but we just have to make sure we're not um, conflicting things by going into airplane mode and then um, having this blue dot thing running at the same time because yeah. I don't think it's going to work we'll just have to we'll have to we've got a bit of R&D to do around that so yeah well that's the exciting thing about this app it already does so much and by listening to you it sounds like it's just going to continue to update and get more and more stuff and, and become mm. uh, hopefully a cornerstone app it's going to be one of those things you just take with you Mm, absolutely. Yeah, that's the idea. Yeah. Okay, Tim. Well, look, thank you so much. You've given us a massive insight. If we want to get this app, and I've already got it, but if the public listening want to try this app out, where do they go? How do they find it? Uh, just on to, um, you can go onto our Facebook page, um, but you can just type it into the, um, the app store and and just point. Um, but if there's any problems, just go to the Facebook page and fill in yeah, and look, I'll put some links up in the comment section of this podcast so you can find it direct. I'll, I'll send one to iTunes Store and to their Facebook page and to their website. Tim, thank you so much for that, um, and thank you for asking all those hairy questions that a new user has. Yeah, no problems at all. Yeah, no, thanks. That's us for another week. This is and was The Hunting Show. Behave out there. Have a great time in the sun. Good hunting. Podcasting from an undisclosed location, from a secret hunting spot known only to him, and the guy who told him about it, and possibly the guy who told the guy who told him. It's a show all about hunting in New Zealand and around the globe. This is The Hunting Show. Find The Hunting Show on Facebook and Twitter for up-to-date information on upcoming shows and topics.